Aaron Whitlow, and I'm here with Joey Smith, a.k.a. Randall Shane of uh, Kentucky Pro Wrestling fame. Uh, introduce yourself, <laughs> my brother. How's it going, guys? My name's Randall Shane, I'm a 19, 20-year vet in the wrestling business here in Kentucky. Booker, promoter, wrestler, website designer, you name it, I've done it in the business. That's right. Um and uh, in today's episode, uh, he's joining me so we can talk about this year's 2020, well, 2021 uh, Royal Rumble, um, which happened. Uh, do you have the date? Um, uh, it was this past Sunday. January 31st, 2021. Oh, yeah, there we go. Two weeks ago. And you got to say yeah, it in Vince ago. McMahon voice. You got to give it to Vince McMahon. The, this the Royal Rumble. You know, I was thinking about this. So, um, um, let's see. I, uh, my buddy Bill Dozer uh, mm-hmm. got some. The Southern Kentucky Superstar. Uh, he recognized you. All right. So, um, yeah. So. Yeah, I was thinking about this because I went back and watched a lot before watching the this year's Royal Rumble. I went back and watched all the Royal Rumbles, uh, which right. was a task. Um, and just like when Vince would introduce a pay per view, welcome everyone to the Pontiac Superdome. Welcome everyone to the See, Royal Rumble. In my opinion, because you know people run down their Mount Rushmores and their list of best you know wrestlers, tag teams, commentators. Vince McMahon never gets the respect he deserves. I mean, if it wasn't for Vince McMahon, our childhood would not have been the same. I mean, that enthusiasm. He told the story. He built the character. He knew everything that he wanted to get over. I mean, his, his voice, his mannerisms, everything about it. I mean, that that's golden. Yeah, he pu- he played well off of uh like Roddy Piper when Roddy oh, would yes. uh, do color with him. Uh, he played well off Ventura. of uh, Ventura. I even Macho Macho Man a little bit. Yes. It's a time or two. Uh, yes. But I, I've always been partial to Gorilla and Bobby. Gorilla as, and Bobby. as the crew. Yeah. But um, I just love their antics together and just the things Bobby would say. Like my favorite. And I was going to ask you this. Uh, uh, I believe what? It, well, I'll ask you first. What is your favorite Royal Rumble out of all the Rumbles? Ninety-two. 92. Is that the Flair Rumble? That's that's the Flair Rumble. Yeah, uh, mine too. Uh, the be- the reason why I brought that up right now, because the way Bobby uh, Bobby did so much on color uh, commentating, uh, mm-hmm. just in hyping Flair up, he was essentially being Flair's manager, but but from the uh, oh, yeah. from the table. Yeah. And it was great. It's not fair to Flair. It's not fair to Flair. You know, it just, you know, oh my goodness, it was just so much fun. And I think that's something that is missing in today's sport. You know, you, you have your three-man booth, but you don't have that color commentator like you had Bobby Heenan. You don't have the guys telling the story. There may be a match going on in the ring, but they're talking about another match or the WWE champion or something that happened on another show. They're not telling the story of that match like Gorilla and Bobby did. That's right. I agree. Well, uh, this gets us to this year's Royal Rumble. Uh, so it was vastly different from uh, last year's Rumble. Uh, this is the first Rumble w- within the Thunderdome, is what they call it now. Yes. They're 
so, which there's a couple of things with that too. Uh, so, I noticed that they use a lot of canned audience sounds in order to like create the the pops or so or the, or the heat or whatever. So I went earlier this afternoon. I went back and watched some of the rumble and took notes. And that was one of my notes: is the canned noise. It was so annoying because you could tell it was generic. Yeah, because people at the even if people had their uh, mics or whatever open at home, the sound would sound different because you have people from different places and you know different homes with yes. different acoustics, so it would sound different. But I don't like the canned noise. I like in looking at some of the history. I kind of like what um, NXT. Did they had the little they have the Thunderdome? I don't know if they're still doing it, but they would also have people, uh, like around the around the uh the ring still kind yeah. of being heat, uh, given whether it's still workers or whatever, just uh, or, or developmentals, just get out there giving some type of atmosphere. I like that idea, and I think that's what TNA, uh, not TNA, but I don't know about TNA, but no, that's, that's also what uh AEW does, right. Yes, that's what AEW does. They do a well. A and AEW is a little different, so they'll have their talent and extras at ringside, and they actually open up for fans. Fans are in the upper levels. Oh, really? So yeah. So what you actually see in the bleachers and the upper levels are actual paying fans. What you see around ringside is the extras, staff, um, other talent, and so forth. Now Impact, they do a basic empty arena taping no fans no audience whatsoever it's just a empty arena taping okay uh see i've like just now this year i've gotten back into i haven't left re wrestling it's in my blood uh, oh, as you I know you. uh I but uh but i've left the the wwe product and so oh, I, um getting this year and looking at the royal rumble it was a lot of people I just wasn't aware of even last year's rumble when uh, Brock Lesnar came in, he like cleared the house for like a good 15, 20 minutes. It felt like. Um, and, uh, and then when uh, Keith Lee came in, I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> My first <laughs> thought was, who's this guy? And then, I'm, and then the audience was saying something. I'm like, what are they saying? That's not basking in his glory. But now going back and watching NXT leading up to him now, I understand a little bit more, but just right. looking as someone that hasn't watched it in a while and hasn't watched the uh, the episodic episodes, yes, I was like, who is who are these people? And, but, and see, and, that, and that's one of the things I, I knew Keith Lee from the independent scene, so I was already aware of him before he got signed and sent to NXT. Um, but yeah, no, I feel you. I mean, I've been in and out for the past several years. I don't watch WWE on a regular basis. Only pay-per-views that I make sure to watch are the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. I don't watch Raw. I don't watch SmackDown. I don't watch NXT. I record them. I'll read the results. If there's anything I see interesting that I want to check, I'll watch. Um, but other than that, I mean, I just mainly watch independents or just read up on the news. And I and I would say this as far as before we get into it, I would say that the independents like just from your years of being on the independent uh, circuit and uh, and doing and doing the shows, man, hitting hit not only here in Kentucky, Tennessee, Indiana. I think you went as far. How far have you been? Uh, Alabama. Alabama. Good Lord. So uh, but yeah, hitting hitting the shows, man, uh, hitting the road. Um, 
you get I, I have more respect for uh for the for the indie guys because you know the people like the Randall Shanes, the Derek Neils, uh, you know, the uh the people uh that just made it happen. Uh for I would say I'll go out and say uh, uh Donnie Fargo, you know, those yeah. guys that you know, and Rob G. Rocks, the people that and, people might not know now, but we remember as legends. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. 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 And just let me go on record right now and tell you just how proud I am of Derek Nail right now. I mean, I am so glad all these other people were finally getting to see what Derek Neal is about. And I think the best is still yet to come. I agree. Derek, um, Derek Neal, uh, I followed his, his career since uh, – People don't know. I believe. The, did you train him? No, I didn't train him. Uh, Kid Dynamite started training him, and then he went to Chris Michaels and Chase Stevens. So you couldn't ask for two better trainers, right? There. Oh heck yeah, heck yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, he's um, he's killing it, man. And um, and I yeah. love his new. I, know, I love his gimmick. Um, I love his new gimmick. Um, just I've seen his whole progression of who of his oh, character. You know, yeah. from like boy type of that's when i first kind of noticed was right. boy but i'm so excited for shows to start back up around here because i want these fans to witness Derek neal's transformation oh man I mean, Derek neal for those that don't know uh let me give what bill's uh bill dozer is saying real quick no wrestling show will feel right until we can get shows in front of a live crowd again i oh, agree i agree i agree wholeheartedly i heard that a uh, mania it's supposed to have a lot live audience, but, but I'm not sure if that's true. No, yeah, WrestleMania will have fans in attendance. They said they were going to use the cap of the Super Bowl. Super Bowl was at a 22,000 cap. They're hoping for a 25 to 30,000. So. Okay. Um, and then uh, Trent Taylor uh, runs indie wrestling in the I-65 corridor. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> Oh, but uh, all right. So let's uh, talk about the Ma the uh, Royal Rumble. I was gonna say the Mania, Lord Jesus, <laughs> the Royal Rumble. The Royal right, I didn't watch the pre-show. Can you run down the pre-show for me? Uh, pre-show. It was the women's tag team title match. Um, Oscar and Charlotte Flair defended against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Um, Shayna and Nia uh, regained the titles. It was a so-so match. It was there for what it was there for um, to get the belts off of Charlotte and Asuka. Um, yeah. I didn't really care for the match that much. Um, knowing that Charlotte and Bo Shayna were going to be in the Rumble later, um, I just felt that it was just kind of rushed and out of place. Right. Um, and I would say, uh, as far as I want to say this, I think WWE has a, has a history of of not really using their their talent uh, well or right correctly. Um, give me a moment. You're good. I got to open the door for someone. Uh, go ahead and uh, talk about that for me. Right. So, in my opinion, if you have a match earlier in the Royal Rumble card, you should not be allowed to enter the Royal Rumble. Just for the simple fact that the roster is full of talented people that deserve their moment, that deserves their chance. And by booking someone twice in the same show, you're taking away that opportunity for someone else that could have that just that 
two minute, 30 second moment, you know. Um, but Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, they regained the tag team titles. Um, and later on, we'll talk about that in the world match. They had a little altercation. Um, but that moves Asuka and Charlotte away from the tag division and obviously moves Charlotte to her program with uh, Lacey Evans. Okay. Um, also, um, I think that, like what I was saying before, Ashka, um, she was, uh, she had such a build in NXT, yes. um, and uh, and she had such a initial run, and then like just WWE just destroys that. Same with Shayna Baszler. I think Shayna uh, was a uh, was a, a dominant, you know, uh, worker uh, yep. for NXT, um, and. I'll say it. I think Vince is out of touch. Um, well, so I was going to say, that's, that's the pattern. They Everyone does awesome in NXT. Then once they get caught up to the main roster, they're watered down. I mean, look at Shinsuke. Look at Sami Zayn. You know, I mean, it's the same old, same old. They're hot in NXT. Then when they get called up, they're watered down and cooled off. And I want to throw this out there. I know that I'm going to say it. I think Nia Jax is, uh, is dangerous. Um, you know, but I, but I think that it's also, I think that it's, it's, it's got to do with oh, her, maybe she might need to go back to, to a little, get a little bit more training and uh-huh. stuff like, I think I've seen a couple of things where I'm like, you know, like recklessness. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've, I've noticed some of that. And then I've noticed some stuff where, like, I think here recently there was a, um, a Samoan drop or something she had done. And everybody on everybody on the internet, oh, she's dangerous. Get her out of the ring. Get her out of the ring. But every worker you would talk to, that was safe. That was, you know, she was protected. But the fans just mm. see it in a different light. So, but no, I agree. I mean, I have seen some unsafe spots from my like the buck, uh, like the buckle bomb, essentially, uh, yes. is what I'm referring to. Uh, she did. And see, uh, I, I, I don't I like I that went. move. I don't like that move at all. Anyway. So. Yeah. It just, but I, she just did it too early. But yeah, you're right. That's that's a that's a move that's dangerous, man. Any move that deals with uh, people's necks and heads, yes. and you know, like I'm okay with them discontinuing the power driver. You know, I never really found the, uh, I I never really found the uh, drive in it. Uh, uh, Bill Dozer said this to what you said earlier. Uh, I see what he's saying, but I look at it like this. If you have someone who doesn't win the title earlier in the night, then coming in the Royal Rumble doesn't bother me, especially if it's furthers the story. I mean, that's happened a few times uh, in yeah. that scenario where someone would drop the title up for it. Like, for instance, um, um, what they call the man. Uh, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, yeah. Uh, yeah. A few years ago, I think, she dropped the, t- the title, and yeah. then she came into uh, the Rumble. and I, I think she won that Rumble. Yeah, she actually took the place of Lana. I yes. remember that. So, yeah. Um, but I don't know. Uh, what, what, is, that the other, is that the only other card that was on the yeah. Uh, pre-show? Yeah, that was the only match on the pre-show. Okay. And then uh, let's see. Oh, okay. We're going to get into this. The <laughs> Goldberg oh, uh, versus Drew McIntyre with for the WWE Championship. Your thoughts, Randall Shane. All right. So this is the match I had the most notes for besides the Rumble match itself. All right. So Goldberg's entrance was way too long. Okay. 
He's wearing MMA shorts. I guess he didn't get the memo that, uh, you know, Brock Lesnar wears the MMA shorts, so stop trying to be Brock. And trust me, I'm not a big Brock fan, so. The piped-in Goldberg chants. Annoying. I mean, you could tell. And then when they showed the screen of all the fans on the Thunderdome, and the fans, some of the fans were chanting Goldberg, no noise whatsoever. So you could tell those Goldberg chants were piped in. Um, so Goldberg enters the ring, and then they do the video recap. I hate the video recaps. Everybody has already either bought this pay-per-view or already watching. You don't need a video recap for every match. We already know what we're seeing. We already know what we're seeing. Again, you're taking time away from somebody else that could be on that card. I agree. Uh, real quick, uh, yes. Uh, Bill says this: more dangerous in the ring. Nia Jax, Goldberg, or COVID? Ooh, uh, hmm. too soon. Too soon, Bill. No. Well, Nia Jax hasn't ended anyone's career, so I'll go with Goldberg. <laughs> he did end Bret Hart's career. There you go. And also, almost. Took out the Undertaker. Oh, no, like took he out the Undertaker. Almost, he almost ended the Undertaker's whole life. So, yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. The guy, he gets blown up too easily. Uh, no offense, he's, he has that warrior <laughs> thing. I love the warrior. God knows I love the warrior. But the warrior, uh, right. the warrior later on in his runs was uh, fast fast runs you know yes like my favorite warrior mask match is always going to be uh, warrior versus rude in the steel cage that's my favorite warrior match SummerSlam, SummerSlam 90 yeah but all right so yeah no uh go ahead uh but yeah bill goldberg so at nine minutes and 40 seconds into this pay-per-view we are still in goldberg's entrance with his music playing and everything at 12 40 the match still has not started they are just now starting the ring introductions. So, of course, it spills to the outside. You see a sloppy jackhammer from Goldberg that he almost dropped Drew McIntyre on his head like he did Undertaker. And then finally, Drew gets the win, and then Goldberg offers his hand for, you know, respect or whatever. That lasted too long. The worst opening match of a Royal Rumble. I'd much rather see the Orient Express versus the Rockers. <laughs> I'd much rather see the go. Uh, uh, I'd much rather see the Bushwaggers uh, <laughs> wrestling. I don't know the the, the Beverly Brothers, or something like that, or the Beverly Brothers, or something like that. That'd be great. I'll, I'll be more because hey, people don't give uh, Jack uh, Jack Rougeau no love. That man can work. That man oh, was yeah. was great. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Jack and Raymond Rougeau, those guys, man, were were uh, terrific. I actually enjoyed them. Um. Oh, I'm talking about the Rougeau brothers, not the Beverly brothers. No, I got, anyway. you, I got you. All right. Well, uh, so, I didn't even mention the Beverly brothers until then. But. So, Drew McIntyre with a win, retains the title, and goes on to defend, as we found out Monday. He goes on to defend the title in the Elimination Chamber against Randy Orton. Um, hell, I couldn't even tell you who else. Kevin Sheamus, Owens, I think. Sheamus. Yeah, Sheamus is in there. AJ Styles and Jeff Hardy. Okay. Nah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Jeff needs to get out of here. I guess maybe Jeff is staying like sober there, so maybe he should stay there. I don't know. I like Jeff. No, 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 no heat against him. But I like Jeff. Um, but yeah, um, I think that I don't know. I think Goldberg is time. Uh, it was great 
at one point when I seen Goldberg coming back, you know, just yes. a little bit, just a just that nostalgic factor because yeah, exactly, yes. you and I uh, were the same same place, flipping from uh, USA to TNT, yep. watching the Monday Night Wars, and uh, you know, and, look, and, and was I'm, all about the Goldberg then. So, and, and I'm all for the nostalgia factor. I mean, you know, bring back a legend for a night or two. You know, that's fine. Hey, I love it. Brings back memories, but. This was not needed. You did not need to see Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg. No, it didn't. It didn't help Drew. It's like no. It, it's the equivalent of Taker versus uh, Roman Ro- Roman Reigns uh, yeah, during. The, it, it just wasn't needed, and it made it look. It made Taker look bad. It made Roman look bad. Yeah. It just, you know. And I'm glad that Taker did come back and did better. And uh, I think that the the um, graveyard match he did last year, the oh. WrestleMania. Was a perfect note to end on. I hopefully that was he so much that. fun. That was so much fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that match because that's. I, I think that that's how you need to do things. Also, I have criticism about WWE's product too. Uh, real quick, uh, <laughs> before we jump back into the rumble, I, so I was watching uh, Alexis Bliss, and she's now with the with uh, Bray, uh, you know, yeah. in a sense, uh, and she has the split personality where she goes from, you know, happy, charming Alexis Bliss to like psychotic Alexis. Um, right. Uh, but the, the, there's editing during the show that's very, like, because she was wrestling someone, and he she turned around, and she was in a different costume, and was just yeah. like, and the lady was like, oh, my gosh, you know, then I turned back, and she's back in her normal her, outfit. Yeah. And I was, I was like, it's terrible. I, I was like, it's terrible, and I turned it off yeah. because it's just like, come on, man. Yeah. I know, no, but still, I, I don't agree. Do that. I agree. But no, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, Goldberg, hang it up, bro. We don't need you doing what you're doing. Yeah. All right. Um, then uh, there's the whole thing with Bad Bunny and Booker T and that thing okay. that I set up. I have no idea who Bad Bunny is. I'm out of touch. Okay, so when they first announced, when I first saw Twitter and they announced Bad Bunny as being as playing at Royal Rumble. I said, who? It was Bad Bunny. I got so much criticism. I got shit on by all these people because I didn't know who the hell Bad Bunny was. I'm like, are you really? Are you I have serious? no idea. Exactly. Thank you. I mean. Who is say, a Bad Bunny? Apparently. He I think is, that's what I actually said. Who is a Bad Bunny? I said, what? Is Adam Rose coming back? So. <laughs> right. I've been okay with that. Uh, yeah, me too. Um, so next match was the SmackDown Women's Championship. Carmella versus Sasha Banks. Uh, didn't really have much of this match. I'm I'm not really a big Carmella fan. Love Sasha Banks. Um, I just I can't get into Carmella's new gimmick, her new look. I just not a fan. Um, Sasha ended up retaining the title, and we'll go on to who knows. I've never been a fan of Carmella at all. Uh, Sasha Banks, yes, I like I like the whole boss uh, gimmick, yeah. uh, even though she's now in some controversy because somebody from Impact is saying that she stole her gimmick, essentially. Uh, I have no idea who that person is either because I haven't watched Impact. So, you know, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I don't know you. I know Sasha, so I'm going right. to yeah, exactly. team Sasha. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Let's go down from there. We're going to the um, – we had the 
Women's Royal Rumble is that next? Women's Royal Rumble was next, but before that, they did another video package of the Royal Rumble numbers that we've seen for the past three weeks on what? Raw and SmackDown and NXT. Um, so Bailey comes out at number one, Naomi at number two. I uh, and they made a big deal about this. Apparently, Naomi's been gone for a while, and they made a big deal about oh, this is Naomi's return to the ring. I didn't know she was gone. So, oh, really? Um, yeah, no, I have when no idea. When did she leave? Uh, what happened to the other uh, Uso? I have so many questions. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Jay is Jay is out with injury. He got injured a month ago in a match. So he has been. He was supposed to be in the Rumble, but he didn't get cleared. Um, Jimmy Uso is out on legitimate injury and is not projected to be back until I think the spring. Oh, okay. So, all right. Yeah, I was wondering. But yeah, Naomi being in the Rumble. Um, I don't know. Wait a minute. I want to say one thing. Yep. I'm tired of the spots, whether it's Naomi or Kofi. Those <laughs> false elimination spots. I'm tired of those. Yep. Uh, I, they, I, I get it. I get it. It's fine. But I'm done. You know, don't, there's no <laughs> need for those. I'm just going to throw that out there. No, so Naomi you. and Bailey, Naomi and then and Bailey. Uh, the next entrance. Next entrant was number three. Bianca Blair. Bianca Blair. Blair. Yeah, Belair. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, she's very athletic. She's very strong, actually. Um, yes. um, so I actually wrote down originally when Bianca first debuted in NXT, and even when she first moved up to the main roster, I wasn't a fan of Bianca. Like I just, I wasn't a fan. But she's grown on me. She has an imp- she has improved tenfold. I mean, she is she is amazing. I will say this about her gimmick: her gimmick is very very similar to Sasha Banks, uh, as far as like kind of gives that Sasha Banks vibe. Yeah. But but I think if she can, I mean, tweak it just a little bit to make it because there's so many very similar type of gimmicks going around like Every, with yes. wrestlers and uh and just like you like who who are these people <laughs> you know like uh when i seen um just going back watching nxc stuff uh um uh rhea ripley which i like rhea ripley um right. but i felt that her gimmick was very 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 similar to uh shana baszler and in, in like yeah. the polar opposite almost like uh, the force versus the the dark side versus the you know the jet the Jedi type of the Sith versus yeah. Jedi type of thing. No, but I, I gotcha. Yeah, but I just but I still feel like there's so many gimmicks that are so very very similar to one another, and I wish that yeah. they're just you know just a little bit. Well, and, and it's not always really just the gimmick too; it's just the look because a lot of them don't have gimmicks anymore. You don't see a lot of gimmicks. It's just you have that look. They dress. They dress the same. They wear the same style of tights, the same color of tights. You don't see that difference anymore. If you think back to the early '90s, even the mid '90s, when we were kids, you know, you had your different characters, and you could tell, you know, you, Macho Man and his flashy fluorescent colors. Then you had the Bushwhackers and their, you know, their camo, Beverly Brothers. You know, Hulk Hogan in his red and yellow. You know, you didn't see all these people dressed the same. They were different. They caught your eye. And I now agree. everybody. They were distinctive. 
And uh, yeah, exactly. And see, and that's what gets me because I'll go through a period of time whenever I'm in the ring, I want to change up my look. So I remember this one time, for instance, when I was working for Terry England back in 2009. I was wearing at the time I was wearing either blue or my blue singlet or my red singlet. Everybody else in the locker room was wearing either black, blue, or red. I mean, and this mm-hmm. went on for several shows. I was like, I'm not standing out. Everybody's wearing the same colors. So I'll order me a custom set of pink and black tights. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get them in. I go to the show. I'd be damned if there's somebody in that locker room with a pair of pink and black tights besides me. I'm like, are you kidding really? me? I'm like, here I am trying to stand out, and somebody else comes in here with pink and black tights. Now, I'm always trying to find that, you know, you, you got to stand out. You got to make yourself not be seen, but you want the fans to notice you. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah, I agree. That's just, um, that's just my little rant on a ring gear. And- you know, like like someone like a someone like a Derek Neal has has pulled that off. Someone like a Trent Ware has pulled that off. You know, yes. in trying to make themselves look different enough to right. where people don't like you don't you don't think oh did he just wrestle? Did I just see him wrestle? You know, or whatever. No, no I agree. Uh, you, you're like oh this is somebody new coming. You know, and that's what that's what it was like for us coming up. Just even just going to indie shows. You know, when Kid Dynamite came out, you're like, who is this guy? You know, yeah. you know, at, at that point, you're just like, wow, man. Uh, or uh, or the uh, the uh, the execute. What what they call what, yeah. what, what did uh, what was uh, I called them the medics, but what what were they called? For oh, uh, the operators. The operators. Yeah. Uh, just like yeah, even though it's something simple as wearing wearing hoods and yeah, wearing I mean, uh, uh, scrubs, it was just. A simple thing, but it works. Yes. Simplicity. Everybody tries to make everything too complicated. It's just got to be simple. That's all it is. But uh, so Bianca uh, enters the third. um, Let's Uh, see. See, after that, that, that Billy Kay. Billy Kay. Yeah. But she she stayed out there. Wasn't she like trying to get someone to help her? When did they break up the Iconics? That's another question. Jeez. That was back in... After SummerSlam, I think. See, they. they right before, I think right. I think right before the brand split, yeah. Or not See, the brand they, split, they, but the draft before the last draft. They they kill, they kill stables and kill things that they don't give it time to really. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. They break. They broke up the iconics, and then they turned right around and put Peyton Royce into another tag team with Lacey Evans. Why are you going to break up a tag team that's already got heat? And put one of your people in another tag team. And they left Billy Kay off the screen. Billy Kay didn't return to TV until like last month. So she was off TV for two or three months. Yeah, they it's just like they that like they do they did it with the riot squad. Um, you know, uh when they when they disbanded the riot squad and then now one of them doesn't even work for the company anymore. Yeah. Uh, uh but you know like I like their look and that they that what they're going for, and I was like, okay, that's cool. And they didn't really give them a chance to really do anything. But yeah, but Billy right. Kay, she came out and she essentially pretty much begging someone to like come in with me and we work together. And, yes. and it was it was a good bit of comedy. So that the iconics were very funny. They were very funny together and it kind of worked. Yeah. You know, I like their gimmick. 
No, I like their uh, I like their little whatever they had, you know. Right. And then uh, I think next was Shotzi Blackheart. And then uh, Billy Kay ran down to Shotzi, and then Shotzi shot her with her tank. That was a cool yeah. little. That was a cool little spot. And I'm still learning who Shotzi is. And then there's Tony Storm that came in. Tony Storm. Next. Uh, and Shayna, I believe, came in. Um, uh, uh, Jillian Fay Hall. Jillian Hall. Jillian, Jillian Hall. The one that JBM. she used to have the warped uh, <laughs> yes. gimmick, the warped thing going on. She used on, to be but... one of uh, JBL's cabinet members. Yeah. Um, she came in, uh, which it was cool. It was it was cool to see her. And, you know, I was yeah. like, oh, look at her. Yeah, that's it, one of the things I love about it, the Rumbles is, you know, just that one-off spot, that surprise entrant, you know. Yeah. And, and uh, Hall was definitely see. a surprise entrant. She, uh, so Kay uh, officially entered the Rumble. Uh, and let's see. And Lacey Evans entered, uh, accompanied by Rick. Woo, Flair. Uh, and, yeah. and then Charlotte, she entered sometime, right? Yeah, she came out, uh, I think, mid-match. Yeah. And immediately after former WWE, okay, uh, let's see, Alicia Fox. She's former? She's not, she's not with the build? The company I don't know. No, she hasn't been for a couple of years. So I know that she got, she got a lot of heat uh, at one point because she, like, publicly, was she – she drunk publicly or she did something? So she was, it was a house show and this is what caused Arn Anderson to be released. Uh, Arn Anderson was the agent at that show and Alicia Fox came in intoxicated and he allowed her to work. And then the office found out and instead of reprimanding Alicia Fox, they fired Arn Anderson. Yeah. But, but that's okay. Now you do AEW and you know, there you go. You can't, you can't stop. You can't stop the enforcer. Exactly. Uh, and then after Alicia Fox, um, our truth, our truth ran to the ring. Our truth ran to the ring. Yeah. Uh, All right. So ran. this is the only. I don't. I'm not a big fan of our truth. I remember. Uh, oh, I'll, I'll you and him. I. I think we met. We seen him down in uh, Tennessee once. Nashville. Nashville. Yes. Yeah. And, and he tried to sell, sell us a CD, and it was like, <laughs> was, no, we're good. So I remember we, it was a raw, and uh, we were outside standing in line. And you go, hey, I think that's Ron Killings. Because TNA had just started up. Mm. You're like, hey, I think that's Ron Killings. I was like, no, it ain't. Sure enough, here comes Ron Killings trying to hawk his CD. He had just recorded a CD, and he was trying to sell it to people. Yeah, and he's like, hey, man. You want to, he had, like, crusted snot a little bit on, on his <laughs> nose, I remember. He's like, hey, man, you want to buy my CD? I was like, no, nah, I just want to say I'm a fan of yours, but that's <laughs> it, bro. You know, right? That's the same time that uh, I think I want to say that's the same um, where we seen Piper. I think we seen Piper that day. Pi- yes, Piper, I mean, Hogan uh, was there. Yes. Oh, that was a SmackDown. Yes. Uh, so was it a SmackDown? It was, um, it was a SmackDown because it was uh, Piper was managing Sean O'Hare, mm-hmm. and Sean O'Hare was working Rikishi, I think. And because uh, Piper and Rikishi was in a little bit of thing, and uh, yeah, and I think it was it because we've been down there a few times. Uh, I know there's one time we went and uh, and uh, Raven was still uh, in a in a feud with uh, Saturn, and he uh, he put Mr. Mop uh, in in the uh, wood chipper, <laughs> Moppy. 
in the wood chipper. Oh, yes. And, yes. Uh, and, but it didn't go right. And, like, you know, you seen him on the screen. He's like, oh, no. You know, you kind of looking around <laughs> like it's just not it's not going in there. You know, uh, but, yeah, we've seen them. Is that, And then also I want to say it, it was the time where Austin was the main event. And uh, and he and he lost and he stayed in the ring and he started um, like, you know, like giving crap to the audience saying, you know, you know what I hate most in the world? Truck drivers. You know, when oh, they yeah. asked him what he, yeah, he asked him what they did. And and yeah. it got when somebody was like worked at Christian uh, bookstore or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I hate most in the world? And he didn't say that. He just walked away. But um. It was fun, man. Um, but yeah, no, we ran into K Quick, aka Rock Killings, and um, also literally ran into Rhino. So that was interesting. Um, <laughs> on our way out, it was Rhino. Uh, I want to say uh, uh, Sean Morrison. No, uh, it, it was a few of them because I remember they were going to. Uh, we were walking down the street, and, and they were going to Hooters, right? They were going. Yeah, they were going to Hooters. We were um, passing Hooters as they were going into Hooters. Because we parked yeah. in a parking structure right next to Haters. And we uh, literally, like, I bumped into Rhino. And I'm like, hey, sorry. I think I said, sorry, Rhino. <laughs> it was like, I was like, what do you say to Rhino? Like, sorry, <laughs> Rhino. But, um, but yeah, uh, that was a good, good time, man. Good that time, was fun. Live events, bro. Uh, and we might talk a little bit more about it later. Um, so, after, oh, this is what I was going to say about Ron Truth, Ron Killen. So, our, 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 our truth. All right. Our so, truth. uh, that one Royal Rumble where he came in and brought the ladder. Got in, the ladder. That was great. That yes. was great. Uh, but so, yeah. So this Rumble, here Alicia Fox enters the ring. She's doing her thing, and then all of a sudden you hear our truth music. So our truth runs to the ring, and Alicia Fox is trying to tell him, "No, no, wrong match. You're in the wrong match." He looks around. He sees all the women. He's like, "Oh." Wrong Royal Rumble. My bad. He jumps down, starts to head up the ramp. Well, then here comes everybody going after that 24-7 title. Slides in the ring. Tosses Alicia. Alicia starts knocking a few of them down. Truth knocks a few of them down. Then Alicia schoolboys him and wins the 24-7 title. Yeah. So here's my problem with that. (laughs) (laughs) This is the booker in me. She just won the 24-7 title. Why is nobody else in that ring going after her? That's true. That's true. They're all standing there watching, but nobody makes an attempt to go after her. She eventually gets eliminated and then run killing school boys her and wins the title back. Yeah. Man, this 24-7 title is something else, boy. Um, <laughs> Mandy Rose is eliminated by Fox, as you said. Um there's a lot of people eliminate, and then uh, Nikki Cross enters and attempts to eliminate Carmella. Uh, I like Nikki Cross. I like oh, her. I, like I don't know Cross, if she yeah. still does the viral, the feral uh, gimmick, somewhat, uh, but I love that. Somewhat not as uh, it's not as let me say hyped up as it was, but it still got a little bit, you know. Yeah, I liked it. I I thought that was really cool. Oh, you know, yeah, I did too. But there you go, WWE. You don't know how to book your talent. Um, exactly. And so then, about, uh, yeah, go ahead. So let's talk about the finish because I loved the finish. It was something okay. original. You know, Bianca and Rhea are the last two in the ring. 
I can't remember which one. One of them throws one over the top. The other one drags the other one with them. They almost hit the floor. They both slide back up on the apron, setting on the apron. Rhea looks at Bianca and says, slow down, slow down. Don't try anything. Let's get back in the ring. I like that. Yeah, so they slide back in the ring, and then they finish. I thought that was that was really cool. But usually, you know, yeah. the past few rumbles that we've seen, it's always been somebody gets knocked off knocked off the apron at the end, and then the last few rumbles has been a lot of work on the apron, like like yes, like the yes. finish would be happening on the apron, like like right there, and they like yeah. you know that little space, that little real estate area, yeah. and they're working on it. Um, but yeah, I mean, long gone is the days of uh, just throwing someone literally out or close lines or, you know, um, now it's all got to be cliffhanger type of finales. Um, but I like that the, the ending of it was great. Yeah, I agree. Um, and And I'm glad that Bianca Belair won. I thought that I'm glad that someone other than Charlotte, someone other than, you know, anyone like I was going to say Alicia, but, um, (laughs) anyone, anyone other than, you know what I mean? I thought Rhea was going to win, but if Rhea didn't win, I'm glad Bianca won because I definitely did not want to see Charlotte win again. Um, I was actually hoping for a Becky Lynch return because um, she had the baby last month. Um, but I'm I'm happy for Bianca. It was a good moment. Yeah, and it was a, and it was a legitimate moment too. You could tell even when she went backstage, there was few footage of her walking through the gorilla position with her husband Montez right there, and she's just bawling. So, I mean, it was a feel-good moment. Yeah, and it's good, man. I like when, like, someone that legitimately is excited for that something like that. Like, exactly, I, yeah. My favorite thing about the initial Women's Royal Rumble that they did um, was that, for one, it felt like it felt big. It, to me, it felt big. Yes. Um, and, and I and – I, Teared up a little bit when like Lita came out. I'm like, man, this is this is great because I'm like, I felt like you know like that 19 year old dude man uh, watching like wrestling back in the day, seeing first seeing her first she was like when I first seen her she was with um, I forget Jose Rios, uh, Jose Rios, yes, and uh, she did the uh, she did the hair Karana. And I'm like, who is this? Whoa! Now see, you the know, first time I seen her, she was in ECW. So, see, see, I, I, I didn't watch EC after. I say after it hit TNN, uh, okay. I kind of lost track of ECW at when it hit TNN. Right. Um, but uh, but man, that, you know, I was all about the early ECW. I mean, that late night. What see, the heck gonna, is this? Shouldn't we're gonna this. have to, we're gonna have an episode just on that because that I mean. Legit. I agree. I agree. All right. So Bianca Belair won, and congratulations to Bianca. Uh, has she chose who she's going against yet? Uh, she has not. Um, rumor is, and I'm kind of hoping she chooses Sasha. I think that would be a good WrestleMania match. Yeah. Um, but no, she hasn't chosen anyone yet. I would. I would agree with that. I would rather see who's the other champion. Uh, other champion is Oscar, who actually defends the title at Elimination Chamber against Lacey Evans. So my theory is Lacey is going to beat Oscar, and it'll end up being Charlotte versus Lacey at WrestleMania for the championship, and then Bianca does choose Sasha Banks. Okay, I'm cool with that. I hope 
actually Bianca and Sasha will uh, go on last, not last. I don't know who the, uh, but not. I want them to be the uh, mid next to last match. Yes. I want them to be no, prominent over Charlotte I, and them. I think if they do, I think they will because it'll. I mean, it'll make history. Yep. So. Um, and uh, so then after that, there is. Um, do we go straight to the men? Oh, oh Kevin uh, Owens and Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. No, you know, and this was an entertaining match for what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple spots I found entertaining was when they first walk backstage and you see you see the training ring, you know, and then right up against the wall, there's like just a wall of ladders, like it's freaking Home Depot. I mean, mm-hmm. there's got to be 50, 60 ladders just lined up waiting to be used. Um, and then you have the forklift spot, which if, if this is a last man standing match and you see mm-hmm. a forklift with a pallet, why would you not just place that pallet with the forklift on top of your opponent so they can answer the count? Because because it's murder, Joey. <laughs> no, Joey. <it's funny>. Hey. <laughs> Mick Foley and The Rock did it. That's true. Hey, if they and they can survive, Mick Foley can survive off of a like. We, okay, real quick. <laughs> pause of WrestleMania. You and I, I believe, were we to, were we at the same place watching uh, Hell in a Cell? No. So, but but you sure um, we because uh, sometimes I come over your house and watch pay per views. I don't know if that's one at a time. I don't think I don't think I watched Hell in a Cell. I think at that time I listened to Hell in a Cell. You know, you could turn that dial at that right spot. And yeah, you can, and it's, it's you, you can't see the staticky. picture, but you can hear the words. But um, uh, I, I, I remember. I, I do remember watching it though. I remember somehow. I remember. I don't know if it's later on, but when Foley went through the top, I thought he died. That I was, was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> And and now knowing you know retrospectively that that wasn't part of the uh, part of the match that he oh, literally yeah. that, that, yeah. that just, like, they just gave in yeah he's like oh man it's scary <laughs> makes you think twice well I, I guess it doesn't make most people think twice about taking bumps up there would definitely make me think twice I'm su- I'm surprised Foley still has his mind and everything man he's not like gibbering yeah, on himself and stuff yeah. this guy but. I want to say I do like Kevin Owens. I think Kevin Owens uh, is one. He's one of my favorite uh, favorite workers. Kevin Steen. Um, you know, I I didn't know him as Kevin Steen. Uh, you know, I didn't follow him until he came into WWE right. against like Cena. I'm like, who's this guy? I like this guy because he, you know, someone that looks different from just the muscle bound people. Yeah, and I yeah. like that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm not a huge Roman Reigns fan. I think at one point, uh, I, when I when he started getting a little momentum. Uh, when he is, yeah, I was like, I, I guess he's not bad, but it, I mean, he's not a bad worker. I think no. that, uh, I just, he, he, I'm just I'm, I like him as a heel, though. I like the heel. heel oh, Roman. yeah, the, the heel, yeah. Um, I prefer the shield Roman, you know, when he was with the shield, and then it would be heel Roman. And then, you know, my problem was it was the John Cena effect. They were forcing him down people's throats, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. If, let the audience choose. Don't force someone down your throat just because that's the direction you want to go. If the audience rejects that, you have to go with it. You know, 
it's how do you feel about Cena now? Like, do you feel that Cena like now has earned well, not saying earn your well, earn your respect? Have you earned his spot as as oh. far as like what he did for the business? And him, he was a workhorse. He was a, he was a workhorse, and uh, and he he was he showed he stayed dedicated, showing up, and I give him that. So yeah, and and not just that. I mean, everything he done outside of the business, you know, from the Make a Wish Foundation. And all the charitable donations that he's done. I mean, he has definitely earned his spot. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but yeah, so Owens and um, Roman, and with the winner being uh, Reigns. Yes. Um, but which Reigns? Who's he going to be working? Uh, who's who's going? What's going on with Reigns? I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be Edge and Reigns, or I have no idea. I'm really lost on this one because usually um, I can kind of predict you know i can usually see where they're going but i have no idea where they're going with this one yeah um and then now it's the royal rumble the men's royal rumble match all uh, right all um number one uh let's see number one was, edge. was the first entrance was it edge edge oh and then Randy and then Orton uh was number two. orton yeah, yeah. and so, then uh we don't care about the well, no. <laughs> and and then this match was this match was built around Edge versus Randy Orton. You kind of knew that going in when Edge said that he was going to be competing in the Rumble, and then of course when they announced that Edge was going to be number one and Orton was going to be number two, they announced that the day before. You knew this match was going to be built around Edge versus Orton, um, mm-hmm. and I thought they did a tremendous job. It was a really fun match, and I was. I was really entertained by it. I mean, it's crazy. Um, now, I remember when Orton first came, uh, you know, uh, in the, like, in WWE. And I remember him in OVW as well. But I remember him, uh, when he first came into WWE. And he uh, is this young guy. He's my, I think he's my age, uh, actually. <laughs> um, I think he's our age, actually. I say yeah. our age because uh, yeah. we're both two old, old farts. But, uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, he he was a young young guy, man. But now to look at him now, how how crafty he's gotten with with the business. Like he's so good, man. As far as like his move set, his his timing, his uh, way of telling a story, you know, with his bodies and you know his mannerisms. Uh, uh-huh. But and also I, I like Edge as well. I've never been a huge Edge guy, um, although I like. Um, you know, I liked it. I liked the Rated R Superstar Edge. Oh yeah, see. and then that's when I kind of gravitated more towards the Edge with the Rated R Superstar. See, I dug Edge a little bit when he first debuted because he was that he was a different character. You know, he was that mysterious. He was up in the rafters, like the um, vampire guy. <laughs> yeah, and then when he when he got in the Brood, you know, I was like, okay, because I I liked Gangrel. I was a Vampire Warrior fan from USWA, um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Then the Edge and Christian stuff, they, you know, they were entertaining. But then when he became the rated R superstar, I was a huge mark for that. Especially mm-hmm. with him and Lita together. Oh. Yeah, that was, man, take a real life incident and just like create exactly. gold, man. Yes. That's what they did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we have uh, Edge and Randy and then uh, there's Mustafa Ali. Uh, but I want to mention about that one guy. For a second. Oh, go ahead. Retribution. 
I'm, I'm not familiar with that is. Well, <laughs> a, a lot of people. I know what it is. I just I, I ignore it. <laughs> so this, you know, uh, trust me. So is WWE booking. Um, I don't understand. I just don't understand why they would just throw Ali into this match and not utilize the rest of the members of Retribution. I just, it's, I don't understand. Hmm. WWE, if you ever need a booker. I got you three guys right here. Me, James Carver, and Chris Waddell. We got you. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Man, hey, let me say something. Chris Waddell, um, what they do up in uh, Owensboro, yep. uh, my goodness, man, uh, they are tremendous. And um, it just – and I would say the same about James, uh, James Carver and um, – you know, represent, uh, oh, uh, you know, um, I'm drawing a blank now. He's going to kill New, me. New yeah, I always do it to him. Huh? <laughs> New South. New South, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, and, uh, and uh, England and all them, you know, that yeah. keeps the business going, you know. Um, but, no, I just want to give a shout-out to them. Also to you, because uh, I feel like uh, – you know, you as a kid, you we we as kids, man, we enjoyed we enjoyed when WWE came. You know, we enjoyed oh, yeah, it, yeah. but we loved going to Reeds. We loved going to the fairgrounds. You know, no one if you if never no one else is a whole nother podcast episode. Oh, no yeah, one yeah. else has ever experienced watching pro wrestling at Reeds Restaurant. Um, it's it is magical. No, it was yes. a spot. They're it just, was it was our it was it was our ECW arena. It was yes, exactly. Yes, I agree but, with you one hundred percent. So it was just my, so much. Fun. My my favorite moment of the Royal Rumble. Can you can you guess what my favorite moment was? Uh, um, if if I can't, will that make me uncool? Hey, there you go. I mean, and I kind of figured because you know he was advertised for the Legends Raw back last month. There was miscommunication. They had talked to him about it. He was open for it. They never actually booked him, but they advertised him for it. So I was like, okay. I said, he'll be in the Rumble. Sure enough. You know, you know what's funny? I was uh, watching the Rumbles, uh, and I was watching the product like prior to the Rumble and uh, the old stuff, and seeing Carlito come on the screen. I always loved Carlito. He was yeah. always been and, – and I was honored that through you, my man, I was able to meet him and work with him a little bit, uh, in the sense of saying hello to him. Yeah, and uh, I remember here at a local show, uh, we uh, we was chatting about uh, horses better, and uh, <laughs> yes, Sean uh, Benjamin. So, so uh, the first time I met Carlito, uh, I was working for Chris Waddell. And we were doing a show in Central City. It was their big one-night-only show. And uh, they do it once a year. They bring in a few big names. And they brought in Carlito and Chris Masters that night. Or Carlito, Chris Masters, and Matt Hardy. Uh, Matt Hardy was going to drive. He had a show in uh, somewhere in Tennessee the night before. So he was just going to drive up. Um, but Chris had to fly Carlito and Chris Masters in. They, he flew them into Nashville. So I told Chris, I said, hey, you know, um, I'll go pick them up. If you don't have anybody else to go pick them up, he's like, yeah, so that'd be great. Um, so I go pick them up, pick up 
Carlito first, his uh, plane landed first. So I picked him up. Um, we drove around. I uh, went to go try to check in at the hotel, but the room wasn't ready yet. So we just went back and we picked up Masters. And uh, we were just talking a little bit. It was the most awkward car ride ever, by the way. Like, I was, I don't know if it was just because, you know, I didn't know what to say to him. Um, but like, 75% of the car ride was pure silence. So, but one of the things I did tell Carlito was, hey, I said, so um, you did a show in my hometown of Bowling Green, and you're a wrestling Shelton Bender. And uh, you, something was happening at the beginning, and uh, Charlie Haas just came back into the company. said, we started chanting, Haas is better. And Shelton had his mama's boy going on at the time. So we would chant Hoss is better, and then we would chant Mama's boy. And Shelton got on the mic and said, Hoss is not better, and I'm not a mama's boy. Well, we would keep chanting. And I told Carlito, I said, then you get on the mic, and then you play off us. I said, you know, they have a point. Hoss is better, and you are a mama's boy. Yeah. So he said, yeah, he said that, uh, that's pretty cool that I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And actually, I, I ended up telling him the same story when he was uh, here. I guess he's probably thinking, "Oh, that's crazy, man." You know, he, you know, but uh, but yeah, it was really, man, it was a cool experience. Also, you allowed me to meet Abyss. Abyss is the coolest guy. You 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 wouldn't think like you would not you think that's such a good job as a character, such but a sweetheart. such a sweet guy. And I got to carry uh, his, uh, his, Janice. his Janice. Yeah, he said, "Hey, do you mind putting in the ring? Put it right over here, so." Thank you. I'm, I'm like, oh my gosh. And that's the thing. Oh like my he's, gosh. He's, he's so soft spoken too. You would never believe that. Man. Oh, um, and then we, we'll get back to the rumble. But before this, I want to mention a rib that you did to me. So, all right. So we was in Nashville. We was in Tennessee at a show in Tennessee. And uh, and the whole time I was watching, and there's this old, like heavy set dude there, like big white dude, heavy set dude, oh, bald headed. Yes. And, and I'm like, oh my gosh! And then like you said, hey man, you, did you realize who that was? I'm like, who? He said, it's King Kong Bundy, man. I'm like, no, it wasn't. He's like, yeah, that's King Kong Bundy, man. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> it was not Bundy, no, but so, man. So the dude played like legit, like the dude played that he was King Kong Bundy. I mean, like he would tell everybody that he was King Kong Bundy. And like the first time I saw him, I was like, you ain't King Kong Bundy, but you know. Being in the business, you don't just flat out call somebody on their lies. You you know you you let them think they're working you, and you know you just know it's BS. But yeah, that yeah. Yeah, yeah I was thinking he looks different, but I thought maybe I just seen him on TV and he's like, huh? But he, he he shrunk a couple feet and lost a couple hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah, I'm like he what happened to beat the King Kong? But uh, but yeah, man, I remember that. Just want to throw that out there. But yeah, this Carlito came out. And Carlito actually did pretty well in the Rumble. Um, no, he, uh, yeah, there's he, did. A lo- he did. This is when I met, seen other people that I didn't know. I knew Elias. I knew Walk with Elias. Uh, but Damian Priest, yeah. I was like, who is this guy? Which uh, now I know a little bit more about him. He's a big fan of, like, Scott Hall and uh, Kevin Nash. And so he kind of yeah. still has that bad guy type of trying to bring it into the modern times. Um, yes. And he's got the Archer thing. I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I dig his entrance with but, the arrow, arrow and that shoots the fire. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the I like that entrance. Uh, I like the idea of Damian Priest. I just didn't know who he was at first. Um, yeah. But uh, John I Morrison. The ball on him. I hope not. Christian came so back one, and uh. Yes. So at one point, at one point in the Rumble, you had Carlito, John Morrison, Dolph Ziggler. Um, I think Edge was in there. A uh, Christian. So I texted Seth. I was like, "Look, I said John Morrison." Uh, Carlito, Edge, Christian. I said, "What are we watching? A 2005 Rumble?" That's funny. Yeah, it felt that. And then Kane came out. So yes, it's crazy yeah. because I just finished reading uh, Mayor Kane or uh, doing an audio book version of it. But I finished listening to it, and I know what it takes for Vince to get uh, Glenn up there. You know, to right. to to this. So he gives him a private jet to fly him. You know, and and he goes back the same night to make sure he's back to uh, do it, do his job as mayor of Knox County. Um, right. And so it, it just it was a great read, by the way, great listen. Uh, and Glenn actually, um, I say it like I know <laughs> Glenn Jacobs, but I feel like I know him. <laughs> I, I remember him when he's Unabomber. So, uh, but you know, uh, but uh, but yeah, I, it just was great just to. Uh, just and he seemed like such a nice guy. I know uh, in the Rock's book he talked well about uh, you know uh, Glenn Jacobs, aka Kane. And so, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, you're good. But yeah, um, it was cool to see Kane. And then at one point we had Team Hell No in the uh, in the Rumble, yes. which was which was that cool. Was, I also like. Cool, yeah. I like Daniel Bryan. I liked him as Brian Danielson. I I did oh, yeah. I did get him on the indie card. That's where I first. Uh, you actually introduced me to uh, yeah. Daniel Bryanson, I believe. So. Yeah, I, I was a huge Brian Danielson fan. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I said it backwards, but yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, you introduced because you you gave me a lot of tapes. This is how old it is, guys. Uh, yeah. I think it's tapes. Uh, it might yeah, have been probably. DVD, but uh, it was like a. It was like Ring of Honor. Um, it was like tournaments and stuff yeah. like that. And he was in those. And I was like, man, because he had the cattle mutilator. And I was like, man. And I, I still don't understand why he's never used cattle mutilation in WWE. I mean, that was just an awesome move. Vince is, I didn't come up with it, damn it. And there you go. So you can't use it. Uh, but, uh, I thought, but yeah, go I ahead. The end of the Rumble, I thought the end of the Rumble was pretty cool. Um it had that falsy uh, where you thought Orton had won, and then here comes Edge right around, and I thought that was a pretty cool finish. Uh, let me ask you um, your, real quick your thoughts on uh, Braun Strowman. Not a big fan. Just not a big fan. Not a big fan. I mean, when he was with the Wyatt family, I thought he was okay. Uh, when he first broke off, I thought he was okay. Uh, I'm just, I'm just not a big fan. Not kind of over them. I think that they don't. I think they they don't really. I think he doesn't really work long matches. Like I was going going back watching the old stuff, man. You don't see the Bret Hart versus Shawn Michael Iron Man nope. matches. Nope. Which, if you watch that match, it was such a such a glorious match with like so much emotion, you know, yep. attached to it. Um, you know, uh, you don't see those matches. You don't see the the Owen versus Brett, the, uh, you know, those matches that uh, Kurt Hannon matches, any of those, those matches. My those, those, te- those technical matches, you don't see those anymore. Yeah. 
Those are just you only place you really see that, I think, is in NXT when it, when yeah. it comes to Daddy's product. I think that NXT and, and that's a credit to uh Triple H and his love for just wrestling and just kind of trying to book it that way, him and oh, yeah. him and Sean and all them working with it. So yes. But oh, I agree. Edge I agree won. With you there. Edge won. Edge, Edge, won. Is, Edge is going to WrestleMania. WrestleFest, no, uh, uh, but uh, uh, no, Edge won, which is cool. You know, it's cool for, for what it is. Um, you know, I always want to see someone new win. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. Which that's why I was happy for Bianca, but um, but it should tell for make for an interesting story. I guess I think that they will still it'll still somehow become Orton versus Edge somehow. Uh, because um, that that is, they I mean they work well together. I wouldn't really. Yeah. I don't want to see Orton now versus see, like Roman or something like that. You know. Now see, I could see Orton winning the Elimination Chamber, and then Edge challenging Orton at WrestleMania. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I think I that think that, that the, makes sense. That could be the call. But um, but all right. So that's the end of the Rumble. Um, Hey, the legendary. Hey, Lil, Lily, come here. Say hi. Hey, how you doing? I remember you when you was a baby. <laughs> All right. But, uh, but yeah, man, um, um, I thought that it was, I thought it was a great, uh, I think, it, I, I thought it was okay, it, Rumble. What's your overall thoughts on the Rumble? The the rumble match itself, I thought. So I'm like you. I I didn't have high hopes for this rumble because you didn't have the fans. Um, and I knew going into it, and um, this whole thing started. That was the first thing I said was, "Man, I hope this is over by the rumble because you need the fans for the rumble." I mean, the fans are what make those entrances. You know, especially those surprise entrance. Um, but overall, I, th- I if I had to rate it, I would give it a B. Uh, mm-hmm. The Royal Rumble match itself, the men's Rumble match, I would give an A minus. The women's, I would probably give B plus, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so the yeah, I think only... I give them my, the scores you got is what I would give it. Goldberg and uh, McIntyre, definitely an F. Yeah, uh, I think that um, I think. And I know because of COVID and stuff, you can't have those surprises like you did like several years ago. Right. Um, yeah. Maybe next year we can have a little bit more. Um, but Rumble has always been my favorite uh, WWE pay-per-view. Other Not than R- Rumble, Survivor Series, Slam, and then WrestleMania. See, those were Survivor Series if they had the Survivor Series matches. Yeah, that's what I like. Well, I like those. That's what four, we did. Four, that's what they had at five. one point. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's yeah. when you had interesting teams like uh, 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 the Von vi- Eric, the visionaries. Uh, the, uh, you had uh, with Kerry Von Eric, uh, LOD, uh, and I want to say Warrior, and um, the, one more person. Well, they were called the Warriors. Is Warriors? That was, their team that was it. Yeah, Kerry Von Eric, Warrior, and the LOD. Yeah, and then or good stuff. Then you had uh Jason, no, you had uh Rick Martel, uh I think Warlord and a couple others, and they were the visionaries. 
You know, like uh, Jake the Snake and his team, I think they were called the Vipers mm. or the Venoms or something. You know, it, it was stuff like that. You had your team with your cool team name. and yeah, it, uh, I remember the moment of watching, uh, like, it might have been Raw. At the at the point, I don't. I want to say it was Raw when Taker came in the ring ring at one point and just mm-hmm. opened his jacket and had the American flag. Had the, you know? Yes. Uh, yeah. That was and you like oh Survivor Series '94. Yeah, and you like he's gonna was, join. Uh, yes, because it was and, Lex Undertaker and the Steiner Brothers versus Yokozuna. Um, Yokozuna, Tatanka, maybe, and. Forgot who else. You know, uh, it's funny thing about them guys uh, because, like, I remember, um, I remember us like hearing Bowling Green. Uh, we've been blessed a few times with EA Diddle uh, to see yeah. some 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 events. I'm not talking about the later stuff, uh, even though the only one thing I reference with the later stuff is that uh, Seamus is the coolest guy ever because he came out and he signed <laughs> everybody's autograph. And uh, stopped his car, and actually got out and signed more more autographs. Uh, and then uh, uh, cool. Matt Bourne, um, and, you know Evan Bourne. Uh, but Evan yeah, Bourne? he was, yeah, he was he was great too. Uh, but the earliest stuff, man, I remember us going and seeing. We got to see Taker. We got to see Owen Hart. We got to see British Bulldog, Bam Bam Bigelow, uh, yes. Giant Gonzalez at one point. Oh my uh, God, that was that yeah. was amazing. Yeah, it, oh, I think that was around 93, 90? It was 90, like... Uh, 93, 93 was the first house show here in Bowling Green. It was uh, Brett and Bam Bam in the main event. Yeah, and and we saw... Um, is, is That's the one where... Uh, uh, was that the one where Giant Gonzalez came out and uh, attacked Taker during the match? I, I, I believe so, yeah. Because I was like, this is the uh, tallest guy I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Uh, and then I want to say it was Bam maybe Bam. Undertaker versus IRS. Damien Demento was there because I remember Bam Bam and Damien Demento oh. and uh, and uh, Kamala Godfather. They left together. They wrote they was riding I together. Think, I think that was the match. I think it was Damien Demento versus Undertaker, and then uh, Giant Gonzalez came out. Yeah, and uh, and uh, I remember, yeah, it, like we I seen Shawn Michaels. We seen Razor Kevin. Uh, Yoko, you know, Yoko like Yoko. Uh, I remember in Mabel. Uh, he was Mabel then. Oh my it, god! It was yes. it was a match with Mabel, Yoko, and Owen versus. Well, uh, I want to say Brett, Sean, and Diesel. I think that's what it was. Diesel, uh, was yes, it, Diesel. Yeah, and there's a spot in the ring where yeah. um, where Mabel was down, and then Yoko uh, went to do something, and then hit Mabel. And Mabel rode out, and uh, and uh, and I think I don't know if uh, I don't know if Yoko farted or something. He did something, but you can see they was like I don't know, or it could be Owen. Owen could have ribbed him, but they was you I'll can see they was like literally cracking up. There's over on yeah. the apron just laughing, and I'm like, oh my gosh, well, you know. Um, and then uh, Phineas Godwin versus like uh, Triple H, oh. or Hunter Hearst Hemsley, and he got slopped, yeah, and, and uh, I remember he slopped. did this. And I got slop on me. And then, uh, yep. Uh, and uh, I'm trying to think of who else. There were so many. It was just, and then I remember we can look in the back and we saw, uh, it was like 
Is that Arn? I don't know if it's Arn. It was somebody. No, it wasn't Arn. It was somebody working yeah, in the back. Was, and he's like, I, I think who it was. Wendell maybe. I think it may have been Wyndham. I think Wyndham was the yeah. agent at the time. Yeah, um, that was really cool, man. Just the um, just I'm I'm fortunate that we was able to see this these house shows. And yeah. you know, I remember touching Sean's glove when he came through the red glove. I won't forget that it was the red glove, fingerless uh, glove, and um. Uh, and uh, I just remember that. And, and Brett, I remember Brett giving some kid the glasses right next to me, but not me. <laughs> I was so mad. Right. Um, but yeah, man, uh, those live shows, man, that we watched, that we went to, man, it just kind of enforced. And I remember at one point we said, hey, bro, like when we, when I got to know you, um, we was like, one day we'll run Diddle, man. Uh, you know, <laughs> we said one day we'll, we'll, hey, man, we'll have a show at Diddle. That's still my goal, brother. That's still my goal. Hey, I think that'd be a, I think that'd be awesome. Uh, but yeah, we got to come. Thank you for joining us today. We got to hey, come back on and talk about just local wrestling, man. Absolutely. Anytime. Man. And, and Anytime. ECW and all that. But all right, uh, Aaron Whitlow, go ahead and introduce you. Uh, tell me yourself. And we are the Mark Out Movie Podcasters. And thank you for joining us today on this episode. Uh, take it easy. And if it's easy, take it twice. Don't do it.